Modern Black Man Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Modern Black Man Podcast. Today, uh, I've got a really good friend uh, for a really good discussion. We're going to talk about just God be, being in our lives. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and let my guest introduce himself. Um, guest? How you doing? Um, this is uh, Douglas Fisher. Um, I hail from Compton, California. Currently out here... Um, with my wife, I'm joining my wife. She's um, still in the Air Force. Shout out to you, baby girl, Victoria Fisher. Um, my son, um, Douglas Jr., who's probably at home right now playing his video game. Um, I love you both. Um, anyway, I am a, a dorm supervisor here at the Potomac Job Corps. And um, while I'm here, I still have a plan to, to do my part to, for the kingdom and for these kids on the streets. And I mean, I think that that's probably the first area we can uh, talk about uh, before we actually talk about why I got saved. Um, why did you want to get saved? Oh, wow. That's a, that's a good question. I mean, I was actually a freshman in high school when I made that decision. I want to be perfectly honest. I, I don't remember quite the, the reason why I got saved. Mm-hmm. Um, I just... I do remember the feeling that I had that I just was excited to to know more about that relationship. Turn your life over. Right. I just, it was I I was I didn't truly learn um, as much as I do now until the last I want to say the better part of the last uh, three to five years. Mm. Um, but at that time, there the the remnants of or the the idea of a relationship was something that. I always want to know more about because I, I wasn't raised with a father. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a man in my life. And the, the sheer fact that I could have a man in my life that, I, that loved me regardless of my flaws was just something I was just, I, I wanted to know more about. And, and that quest for is what changed everything for you, right? It changed your perception. It changed your desire. It changed your perspective. Well, to be part, I mean... Yes and no. I mean, I, I mean, to be perfectly transparent, there was nothing about my life that seemed abnormal to the average person. Um, yeah, I went to church every Sunday without without fail. Um, I walked to church at the time. At the, I mean, during that time, my wife, my, excuse me, my wife, my mom, mm-hmm. she she wasn't a member of any church. Uh, she didn't regularly go to church. She was working a full-time job an hour away from home. So, you know, on her weekends, she slept. Mm-hmm. However, uh, me and my friend, um, my best friend at the time, uh, um, Dana Story, uh, me and him, we, we walked to church every Sunday together. Uh, me and him got sa- saved on the exact same day. And after the fact, my, my life was more along the lines of, it just went on from there. Um, there was an actual separation between who I was, who I was uh, as a as a child of God, and who I was as as Doug when I got to high school. Nobody really could tell because I was still, you know, a freshman in high school, just doing what a freshman in high school would be doing. Right. Yeah. Does that? I mean, does that make sense? Yeah. So I mean, there was there, there was no different contrast from the time I got saved to to the next day. Um, but you remember where you got saved. You said you and Dana walked to what church? Oh, man, that's a good question. <laughs> right. Oh, man. Um, I really don't remember the name of that mm. church. It was so it was so long ago. I mean, I'm 34 years old now. And I mean, I can't I can't I can't remember a lot from yesterday. 20 years ago, it was a, a, a long stretch. Mm. So, I mean... I do, I do know where it was at. It was in Rialto, California. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's... that's, that's the, and I, I do remember a lot about the church. I remember the church having a purple carpet. Mm. It was gorgeous inside. Um, but, but I don't remember a lot about the church, to be honest with you. So, you know, just to get on our topic of conversation, just using the, the God in us on a day-to-day... Are there things that you pray for? Um, do you pray to God for your family? Do you pray to God for yourself to provide? Uh, do you find yourself using that connection 
in, 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 in all areas of your life? Because, I mean, you got outreach, bro. Like, you, you're doing things to keep our students uh, spiritually rich. You're doing things to keep yourself on a, a good spiritual plane. And I know from my experience, it's not easy to just wake up every day and be in your discipline. It is so much discipline to be disciplined. Right. Uh, otherwise, everybody would have that. So, right. I mean, what are you doing to keep on your discipline? Go, Kabir. Well, I mean, to, my, uh, my prayer life is a lot like a, the relationship a, a child would have with their, their mother or father. Mm. I, 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 I lean on God for everything. Because mm -hmm. I, I, I tell myself, it's impossible. If you try to do it by yourself, it's going to be impossible. You're going to fail. I'm going to fail. And I, I, I truly believe it. Mm -hmm. I truly believe if I do it by myself, it may seem fun at first. Right. But eventually I will fall and I won't find my way out until somebody puts their hand in the hole and pulls me out. Um, so my prayer life consists of me um, asking for for things that I understand that even though I try, if I tried it on my own, mm -hmm. it's best that I go to my mom and ask for permission. Mm -hmm. Does that make mm -hmm. sense? I mean, mm -hmm. um, I, I probably could just wait till she allows me to get on the bus and go to school. And in the meantime, from the time she saw me leave the house to the time I got back, I did what I wanted to do. But do you know why that is? It's the burning desire in you. It's the love for your mother or your love for God that keeps you going. And that's, that's how I try to fuel and stoke my fire inside. It's not easy. And I'm not on that path the way that I was on that path a year ago. Um, but I, I, I can relate. I understand. Yeah. I understand. Right. So, I mean, moreover, um, I, I attempt to, to not necessarily separate my prayers, but I, I, I've learned on how to pray. Um, just listening when, when, you know, you think about the Lord's prayer if you, think, if you think about what he said um, right before he started praying, he said, he, he pretty much said, pray like this. So he was given, in that prayer, he was given an example of how to pray. That prayer is not necessarily a prayer all in itself. It's an, it's a, it's an, a, it's an advisement prayer. This is what we're praying about. Mm -hmm. Okay, so um, I pray for supplication for, uh, for others. You know, I mean, I pray for forgiveness. I pray in thankfulness. Mm. I pray in rejoicefulness. You know, what I'm saying, um, at the, my 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 last church uh, in in Italy, uh, um, Lighthouse Christian Fellowship. Um, you know, we we have four corners of prayer. So during prayer, I mean, you might see me walk to every corner, and mm -hmm. and you see others doing the same thing as well, obviously, but. Um, in every corner, you know, you're able to focus on one line of praying time um, as opposed to getting jumbled up or getting confused and spending a bunch of time not knowing what to say. Because, mm -hmm. um, I mean, you know, in those kind of conversations, you have back to, you know, being a parent or being a, being a child of a parent, you might be sitting there having a conversation with your mom and not necessarily know how to express yourself because mm -hmm. you're dealing with an authoritative, authoritative figure. Mm -hmm. so you don't know how to express yourself. But... If she asked you a proper question, you know, say that didn't have four four thousand inclusion. Answers. If she right. comes for inclusion, exactly. If all we're talking about, if if all I'm talking about is forgiveness, all I need is forgiveness right now. I'm solely just discussing forgiveness. I'm right. not talking about anything else. If I'm talking about being thankful, that's all I'm talking about. If I'm talking about supplication, all I'm talking about is me praying for others. Mm -hmm. If I'm talking about uh, uh, Thanksgiving, it's just that. So. That's how I I ensure that I you know I touch bases and make sure I, I ensure that I, I I'm able to think of all things. You know, I mean, you're going to miss some things, and that's the best. That's what I love most about being able to speak in tongues um, is the ability to allow the Holy Spirit to speak for me. Mm. Um, the, you know, the, the the Bible talks about the Holy Spirit uh, um, speaking for us uh, in, in in terms of. You know, pretty much speaking on our behalf, mm. and that's what that's what's going on when you're speaking in tongues. Um, you're allowing you're allowing this Holy Spirit to take over, 
And I mean, you can hear yourself. I mean, I could hear myself. I don't have a clue what I'm saying. Right. Um, but um, the Bible refers to it as, as the highest uh, praise. I mean, like I'm, I'm giving a, a praise that I've never given before. Right. So that's, I mean, that's my idea of prayer. But I mean, I enjoy it. The spirit being in you is a yeah. That's that's everything. Right. Yeah. So I mean, a lot of people, you know, when they're passionate, they cry. Mm -hmm. um, um, sometimes. And I, I cry a lot when I pray, and it's it's because I, I I brought myself to a point of of total submission. Mm -hmm. um, I've seen you know other other um, religious factors um, they're, when they're praying, they're they're doing it solely out of time of day. Mm -hmm. um, they're doing it out of um, necessity. If that routine. Means routine. Um, I'm doing it because I have a need to be closer. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing it's a relationship. It. Exactly. Mm -hmm. um, not even so. So going from mother to father, mother to father, going from father, excuse me, going from um, husband to wife. Now my my relationship, with my wife is even deeper than it with my mom and me were. Wow. And I so, want to get there with a marriage. Exactly. I mean. It's a good segue. Yeah. Um, prayer is always a good segue because, you know what I mean, when I'm speaking to God, if I think about how I'm speaking to my wife versus how I spoke to my mom, I'm not necessarily um, asking for, 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 for permission. Mm. I am, I'm still giving thanks. Um, but, but now I'm at a position of submission. Well, explain that, what do you mean? Well, um, me and my wife may have uh, our own lives outside of one another. You know, she's in the Air Force. She's been in the Air Force, thank God, for now about 12 years. Mm -hmm. um, and um, after I, I did my time in the Army, you know, I, I went on about my, my career. Mm -hmm. So our lives and our careers are separate. But our mm -hmm. time together is a time of, of, of submission. It's a time where we're giving it directly to one another and only to one another. Mm -hmm. It's a time where we, 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 we pay only attention to one another, which is, I mean, I mean, Ben, it's, it's, it's a short amount of time with the amount of time we spend, you know, helping others. Uh, I know for me, because um, what you're talking about sounds beautiful. I pray to God that I can find a godly woman. I can find a godly wife. And I see how hard that is because I've been looking for this woman for a long time. And I know that once I find someone that wants to live their life chasing God with me, I know that's my happiness. Uh, everything else really takes care of itself. So, I mean, it sounds intimidating, but it also sounds exciting. It sounds inviting. Um, I can't wait till I'm you know, in a similar situation, because that's a lot of responsibility. Right. Um, I get... Yeah, I get um, why a person would immediately chase, mm. you know what I mean? And why they would hope and why they would plead looking for. But um, a lot of what Paul talked about wasn't only for married couples. It wasn't only for the, the married Christians. If you're paying attention, he is also, there is many um, portions of the Bible that he's talking specifically to single people. Mm -hmm. um, I'll point that out a little later um, in the day, but um, a, sing a single man or a woman has to understand that in that time of being single, that's a good time. To be whole. Exactly, because you still are. Yeah. There, there, just because I'm not married doesn't mean that I'm not whole because the, the man or the woman doesn't complete me. It completes the process of relationship physically, but it doesn't complete the process of me being Interesting whole. thought. Do you think men are better at being whole than women? Because my single experience informs me and I really am starting to believe that. Like, uh, I, I, I had to evolve to want to be coupled, to okay. even want to have a, a wife. And now, kind of being on both sides, like being married and then going back to that single life, you have to be good at it. Well, you I, I have don't... to be good at being whole. 
But I don't think women are any better than it than men, and I don't think men are any better than the women. I believe no. that no, I, I honestly, I truly believe that um, men have been lied to for a long time. Yeah, I think that we have been lied to to believe that we are prone to having as many women as possible exactly. and which is not true when um, you want when you want a woman it is an entirely different beast well when you really think about it you have to go i mean you have to go all the way back to step one and i mean step one i mean step one of humanity okay. um if you think about adam there's no portion in there that talks about his his personality in relation to how he felt while being alone mm-hmm. now god saw it as not good that he might be alone Right. However, Adam was just living his life. Adam was naming naming animals and living in the garden and walking with the Lord. Right. And he had his own place and he had his own job and he mm-hmm. had his own relationship and everything was mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. Okay. It says nothing about how he he was upset or searching for someone equal to him. It, Adam wasn't depressed. Exactly. Adam was busy. Adam was living his life. And if men understand that part, we would have less men with women and he not have anything to offer to the relationship. Mm -hmm. Okay, he's sitting there broke Mm -hmm. and she's working a job and he plays PS4 and she's working a job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that it'd be way less of that if we understood that in going into a relationship, I should have something to offer, not not just sex. Well, being a helpmate, exactly, is is, is is the realization. Like I said, it's a it's a maturity thing. It's a jump for me to get to the point to where I need to be in this person's life to contribute, and that's an entirely different affection. That's an entirely different motivation. And um, I'm excited for it uh, because that's that's not the connection that I have yet. But to find someone that I could bring into my life that contributes, that can be that helpmate is the motivation. It's just really scary because when you get with people, you get with flesh. Right. You know. That, that's, that's a good point that I mean, I'm glad you said that because that mm-hmm. is something that people tend to forget right is that even though she may be Christian right or he may be Christian he's still flesh and right. he's still sinful amen um, the right. Bible says that every man falls short of the glory of God so that includes the pastor yeah so I mean the only ones that aren't struggling with sin are the ones that have succumbed you know we all are made of flesh and we all deal with it. Um, obviously, that's the point of our, you know, our, our religion is to discern and to make the right decision. Um, and God gives you that ability and that power, but it's not, we're not infallible. And I mean, it's just going back to that in circles, you know, going back to realizing that this flesh is real and you're going to have to complement with flesh because there's no divine creature out there. And that scares me. Yeah, it really, really does. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, the, it's it's funny how often people quote scripture, mm-hmm. and they don't realize that it encompasses any conversation. Mm-hmm. So if a person said um, the, the, that the Bible says uh, we wrestle not against flesh, but against um, um, principalities and rules of dark worlds, they say that, mm-hmm. but they don't realize that that encompasses more than just. Um, having an issue with the, with the, with another guy, mm-hmm. that can be an internal issue. Right. That can be um, me attempting to to court this woman. However, things keep happening that are coming in between that, or me she's exactly. trying to create an argument based on some something that she heard earlier, or something that she saw on TV earlier. Real world example. Have you ever been in a relationship with someone and? Either they argue or complain about something that you feel is really mundane, like your music choices. Like they don't want to hear P Dub, they want to hear Lecrae. You, you feel what I'm saying? Like situations like that are the ones that I always see popping up in my life, and it's just interesting because it's like things aren't that bad if you're narrowing it down to something so minute. Uh-huh. You know? I mean, I, I've never been the one to argue. Bro, I've, I've never been. I promise you. I already know. 
You already know. You I know, refuse. I, I do too. You I, handle I, it. I refuse. You handle it. And that's what I used to, you know. That's that's my that's my method too. So plus, instead of arguing, instead of fighting, instead of going back and forth, if I'm in a romantic relationship and someone really is connected to me, I'm going to handle it. And you know that that's as I think that's our responsibility as men. I think that we should be the leaders uh, if it's in emotion or thought. Uh, do you think that that's uh, responsibility of the man to control the mood? I, I do. To I control the mood? To control the mood to a certain extent. I'm not controlling. I'm not controlling. But if it's like, baby, we're making hate and not love. If we're making war and not peace, it's my responsibility to fix that. I heard a pastor talk about when Eve met Adam. Mm. Who she met. A representative? No, no, no. Who she met when she met Adam. Okay. And... Um, Long story short, he was saying that he she met a man that was prepared to take care of her. That's okay. deep. So if you're prepared to take care of a woman, she's going to allow you to make those judgment calls. You're not going to have to use your libido or the fact that you're a man to do it because she's going to want that. I like that. I like that. But if you aren't, if you haven't shown that you're prepared for that, or if you're, you've said or done something that's disqualified you... Well, you disqualified you, not her. Because my G, my G, yeah, you're right, you're right. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. She doesn't want to be in charge. But she will. She refuses to take charge from somebody that can't handle it. So if you say our, if our charge is to handle it, then you have to, she has to know you can handle it. She's, yeah, not, right. going, she's not willing to find out. That's, the, that's what this, the battle is. Uh, in some cases, it's her not seeing me as ready. Well, that's the problem. The problem with the courtship is it's too quick. Yeah. The microwave relationships and the microwave mm -hmm. fantasies of today's youth mm -hmm. have prohibited the idea of of waiting and being patient and 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 just being on pure hope rather than attempting to jump in there going full force on day one. Right. Why Why do I need to? Get all the way to home plate with her on day one. Wait a minute. I I think I like what you're saying though. We have a insecurity in relationships to where we expect things to be perfect on day one. We expect things to be rocking the way that we want them to rock after we've been in the relationship for years uh, and minutes. Yeah, but but do 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 they not do that with everything? Yeah, they I mean, not do that with, and with it's their so jobs. Yeah. I mean, people are trying to become millionaires overnight. Yeah. I mean, you got kids sitting out there trying to figure out how to be clothing designers, and they can't even draw. They can't even measure. Yeah. They have no idea what a ball of yarn costs. Right. But they 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 want to own their own fashion label. I agree with that. I like that. We we have it might not be bad intentions. It's just that sometimes we get lost in the mission. Okay, so holy disciplines are the what? You think those are the rules, the foundations of the game on how to lead your your home? Or what? holy disciplines? I mean, yeah. that seems so that that seems so general. Yeah. When you really think about. It. I mean, there's so many disciplines. Yeah. I mean, I think the the word discipline can be can be um, condensed down to just the just just the word discipline. I mean, self discipline is. I think the cornerstone of being a, being being a, at least a sufficient Christian, because I I mean I I I feel like the greatest Christian ever existed was Paul. Mm -hmm. Okay, and he, he went from a soldier to a savior. And yeah, he, and he even said that you know in his own words that he I mean he don't think he got he he was all that good. Right, you know what I'm saying. So me personally, I I mean if I am at least good enough at being. Being smart about what I'm doing, what I'm saying, and who who with, you know what I mean. If I have enough self discipline to, to to watch myself at least, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying. Because people are always watching us. Mm -hmm. If it's anybody they, they they want to dispel, that they want to ruin, or they want to 
prove wrong, it's the Christian man. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Anybody else. He ain't no real Christian. He just playing. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and, and it's called destroying your witness. Right. Okay, so, I mean, the Bible says that, 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 that he came to the kill, still and destroy. And you have to decide whether those things that he came to kill, still and destroy. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Was it your was it your witness? Was it your 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 faith? These things that you know um, that you know that nobody can see. You know what I'm saying? Nobody can see how much faith you have. Right. Nobody can see how much discipline you you have all day. They can see how much you have when you're in front of them. Right. Nobody can see. I mean, these things. These are all things that are internal. Right. So when he comes to kill, steal, and destroy, he's trying to be doing that, you know, from an from an internal standpoint by 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 trying to push things your way that you you're willing to change your mind about. So do you think that as a man of God, you have a duty to associate with other men of God? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. A hundred percent. I mean, I, I iron shop is it iron shop? Iron shop and iron. Yeah. I mean, that's. That's the easiest way of putting it. I mean, Ephesians I, six, right? Is that? Um, mm -hmm. I, I, I mean, I'm a firm believer that the easiest way to learn right from wrong is find somebody to know it. Ooh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, if I don't know that, if back to the thing, because I mean, like I said, as a Christian, you if if you always think of yourself as a child from the time you start to the time you finish, I mean, I would think of my say my granddaddy. Mm -hmm. My granddaddy is in his sev late 70s, early 80s. He's somewhere around a 20-year-old Christian. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm not he's saying... He's new I, in his faith. I'm, right. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that he's been a Christian for 20-some years. I'm saying that's how long it takes to get good at this. That's how hard it is to be right. this. Because... Right. You, it's it's easy to have a relationship. Mm -hmm. It's hard to maintain a relationship. Right. Okay. To honor a relationship. Exactly. I mean, so my granddaddy, if I if, I mean, this just is just my frame of mind. I'm not saying there's any rule book to this. I mean, if I think of my granddaddy as a 28, 20, 29 year old Christian, I think of myself or somewhere as as a seven, eight year old. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. I think of my my last pastor who was my mentor. 20. <laughs> so he got a dub in the yeah, game. Yeah, he got a dub I mean, in the he, game. He finally not a teenager no more. You know what I'm saying? Like they, that, that You said he a popping bottles Christian. Exactly. Like he <laughs> he's making it relevant. Right, right. You see yeah. how that works? Yeah. Like, I mean, I like I like how you put that, you know, popping bottles. I mean, because you the 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 world is paying attention to the one that's popping bottles. Exactly. Right? Exactly. But the the one that aspires to be a better Christian is paying attention to the one that's making it relevant, mm -hmm. that's, that's showing you how it applies to mm -hmm. your everyday life, because it's all applicable. Right. Does absolutely. that make sense? Absolutely. So, I mean, I, I agree. I think that it's about finding other guys you can trust, guys that you know are putting God first and using the, the teachings um, in, in, in our lives so we can grow. The whole point of that is that we're planting seeds. Uh, we're planting seeds for the next one, for the next one, for the next one, and to, to grow and to change our world. Um, if we don't believe that, why? Why are we doing it? What was it all about? Right. Yeah, I mean, it's just planting seeds. Yeah, I, I remember, I, you know, it's one thing I cannot stand. I can't stand um, when a person... It's having a conversation with, 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 with a young Christian or a, a new believer, and they start talking about the lies they heard, mm. or what's going on in today's church, and the lies that they heard. Which I think I'm with you, but what do you mean? Well, what I what I would prefer is if somebody somebody told me that there was a way that they did it. And then there was a way that they, they understood it. And as time went along, we've grown to understand it better. Mm -hmm. And it started to make more sense, more than what it was doing 50 years ago. Because maybe 50, 60 years ago, 
you, you, you got to serve like you're going to hell. I mean, it was quick. You're going to hell. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because it was there was no there was no teaching in the matter. It was just fear. Yeah. Right? It was yeah. just it was just a fear factor. You're going to hell. Mm-hmm. But now I don't, more I don't intellectual. Yeah, yeah exactly. Emotional. I don't even have to mention hell. Right. Because all I really want to talk about is the whole purpose behind the Bible being wrote, and that's to point at the birth, the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if the whole Bible was pent around just those those events happening, that's all I should be talking about. Because when Jesus, before he left, his commission said, "Go." He said, "I mean, so if I'm if I'm if I'm going, I'm not going to scare people into doing this." I'm going to tell them what I know. And right. all I know is his love. Mm-hmm. I don't know about the fears of, of, of hell because I've never been there. So why mm-hmm. do I need to talk about it? Not to say it doesn't exist. Right. You wouldn't be a believer if you did. Exactly. What right. I do know is his love because mm-hmm. I've experienced that. Right. So Testimony. Exactly. So if I'm dealing with a, a, a young Christian, all I really need to tell him, and that's all I really want to tell him, is about what God has done for me. And when you're talking to someone and you're connecting to them, how do you allow for them to see that um, life, that this is life that we're talking about? Because um, I think that that can be the hard thing. It seems so heavy and seems so uh, so much of a responsibility that people shy away from it. People hate talking about the, people hate talking about scripture. Because they're intimidated by it. Yeah, and um, I think the reason why they're intimidated because it's, it's, it's words. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's words on paper. Right. And you, I mean, and let's just let's just stick with our with black men for a second. Mm-hmm. That's just a problem in our culture. We have an inability to read. We love to see. We love to hear. We love to just right. go by what we see and heard. Right. Okay. If I can see it, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but um, if that's what if that's the case, right? Then. Listening to somebody that knows what they're, that's been there, Mm -hmm. right? And let's step away from Christianity just for half a second. Okay. Um, While I set this up for you, um, if I was talking about game banging, Mm -hmm. and I was talking about a life outside of game banging, I first have to explain to you why I game bang. Right. And then once you understand that, and you'll understand that because you probably have the same reasoning. Then I explained to you why I had to look away from it. Now, it may be family, in my case, mm-hmm. son, wife. Absolutely. Good reasons why I need to find something better, another means of, of supporting myself. Because right. how can I support them if right. I don't know if I'm going to make it home tonight? Right. And wh- the, the habits that we have as men echo, I feel, so much deeper than the habits of women. Um, not even to make it a sex thing, but because of the hierarchy. Because the man has to submit to God first. I'm talking about in the household. I'm not talking about biology. I'm not talking about uh, patriarchy. It doesn't make us better because of our sex, but to honor the women in our lives and to treat them as the weaker vessel. Uh-huh. These are things that I think are critically important. I just, re- I really, really believe that. So, you know, so, I mean, if I move it coming back to being a Christian, if I, if I decide that, if I'm gonna have a conversation with a young man, mm-hmm. like I said, I have to relate to him. Yeah, first. I have to find something about him that, or something about me that he can say that. I, I have that or I've been through that or I've seen it mm-hmm. the average black kid at least knows his mama if he know anybody he know mama right right to the core and if he love anybody he love mama and grandma mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he know they love him right right so the being loved is not foreign to our culture right it's it's looked down on because it's not masculine right and it, it's it's not the masculine uh, trait, but all the women in the home love the boy. Right. So because <laughs> because she because she loves on him, mm-hmm. and he can't he can't emulate it because he hasn't had a man doing the same thing. Yeah. So he doesn't know how to emulate. He knows it it's not a masculine emotion right. because there's not a man to reinforce. Bingo. It. Bingo. So yeah. he he 
when he thinks of it, he thinks of it from a feminist standpoint. Mm -hmm. This is how my mom treats me. But when I watch TV, that's how he treated him. But when I'm talking about love, the reason I'm talking about them, the reason I bring up mom is because that was his first love. Mm -hmm. Okay, so now when I related to Christ, that was my first love. And you say, but how if your right. mom was your first love? Well, did I have any choice in the matter? Nope. Did I know anyone else? No. Nope. Did I see anybody else before I saw her? No. Nope. The first person I ever saw when I came out the womb was right. my mom. Why? Because after the, the, the doctor pops you on the butt, they throw you on your mom. Why? Mm -hmm. So when you open your eyes, you see her. Right. That's, a, that's an immediate um, um, attachment trait. Right. So you, you automatically attach yourself to her. Mm -hmm. So when I, when, I, when I was saved, my my the very first thing at the church that I went to is they had they put us in this room and they allowed us to tarry. Mm -hmm. Okay? So in my mind, my whole my whole process was all I knew to say at this point was thank you, Jesus. Mm -hmm. So if my, my my eyes is closed, I'm concentrating, all I can see is that that replica on the wall of Jesus on the cross. Mm-hmm. When I finally received the gift of the Holy Ghost, that attachment happened again. Mm. So he was my first love because he was the first person I saw when I opened my eyes. Right. And I opened my eyes. And when I say open my eyes, I'm not talking about physically. I'm talking about um, generally speaking, when I go outside and I see what's exactly what's really going on. Mm -hmm. Okay. I see the all, now I see the sin in the world. Because at first I was a part of the sin, so I didn't see the sin. Wow! Exactly. You see, you had to detach from it to see. Exactly. So now that I am, I am fully integrated into this family. Mm -hmm. I look outside and I see how filthy it is outside. I don't want to go out there. Mm -hmm. I kind of want to stay at home, but he said to go. Mm -hmm. So I have to go outside and I get my feet dirty. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, if you if you pay a lot of attention to the to, 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 to biblical time, it was a lot of feet cleaning going on in those days. Absolutely. Okay. So I mean, I'm going outside to get my feet dirty, but I and you know I get my hands dirty because I'm touching people, but they never taint me, but right. I may taint them. Right. You want to taint them. Exactly. Yeah. I, I I I agree. I just think that there's so much that we don't take pride in as men uh, in, in helping each other in our communities. Uh, I, I, I admit, for me, it's almost like a, um, a negative thing. Like, you don't want to do it because you don't want the criticism. You don't want the, the, the fight back for it, but you know doing the right thing is what you are called to do and what benefits everybody. Um, so yeah, I mean, I appreciate you just kind of referring that with me. Um, I know that as far as making this whole thing happen, I just look forward to, to hearing him speak to me and directing me and telling me I'm doing the right thing because I do believe that God talks to you. Absolutely. I think that he whispers, uh, as I, uh, get deeper in this walk. It's the hardest thing in the world to quiet the world. Uh, but when you do, that's when you start to hear the congratulations, the you're on the right track, or the you need to do more. You're not doing enough. Uh, you hear the criticism and the praise. Um, so that's what I'm working on for myself, to, to really get more in tune and to listen to what I'm being told, to hear that feedback. Hmm. You know, I remember... Um the church I was telling you about earlier, Lighthouse in um, Italy, mm -hmm. uh, we had a we had a, a men's fellowship meeting, and um, pastor asked this really good question. He, he asked us uh, to name the things that make up a man. What what makes you a man? Mm. You know, and we had all of the all of the um, the metaphoric answers of the, you know. One with the fastest car, the one with the, the strongest, the fastest, the one with the most women. Um, all of these things that the world has taught me. Exactly. Right? 
how we validate ourselves. Exactly. So, <laughs> and how I validate myself is based on what they're saying. Right. But I've come to know that um, in, in my, my times of complete silence, I may find out more about myself than I ever did. Mm-hmm. Um, being a good father, and, I, and, and you never get those attaboys as a father. Why? Ever. Because you're, you're literally doing what you're supposed to be doing. Right. You never get those attaboys about being a good husband. I mean, I mean your, your, your wife may, I mean, she, she, may, she may, you know, give you a really good birthday, I mean, Christmas present or an um, um, anniversary present. Your wife tells, I bet you your wife tells you that she appreciates you or gives you some kind of compliment about your, uh, how you are as a husband, right? <laughs> I, I would say that she would like to. What? I, I, mean, I, I mean, I wouldn't say that she never has. I would just right. say it's not, like I said, um, I don't applaud my students for doing what they were supposed to do. I take a lot of pride if I, you know, if I'm wearing the husband hat. I need my wife to tell me, "Baby, you're you're an amazing husband." I need her to say, uh, "I'm I'm I'm so lucky to have a husband like you." Or this is why I got married is one I like. Um, just to keep the motivation going, because you know you don't want to feel like, and I know you don't feel this like. Um, I've, I, I don't think I've really... I've been in a situation where I wasn't a great husband and I've gotten a bad husband feedback, but the good stuff is good, too. And how hard is it to see the bad things? So In a hard. relationship. So hard. In a relationship. Oh, how easy. How hard is it? Exactly. Easy. And I mean, in a relationship, if, if you do something wrong... You're going to know about it quick. It's, 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 it's just too easy to pinpoint. Mm-hmm. Why talk about anything else right now? Because you did something that's unexcusable. Which, which that's what makes me run in relationships when I get that kind of feedback. Right. Yeah. But hypothetically speaking, if you were prepared to be in that relationship in the first place, I like that you say that. You stay and you endure, or you fix it, or you grow. Yeah, and you make less mistakes. Yeah. I'm not to say not to say you won't make any mistakes because right. you're going to offend her. But did you see how you said that though? You said it perfectly. You're gonna make less mistakes. Yeah. Cause you can't stop making mistakes, and it's a, it's a situation wrought with anxiety, because you don't want to make any mistakes, and when you start making mistakes, it feels like you made all the mistakes. Right. And you know that's what a good relationship is. A solid marriage is a union of two good forgivers, and I mean I see that now, just uh, through the growth. You, when you marry someone, when you're with someone long term, if you really want a fulfilling relationship, it's not that you have to take crap. It's that you have to understand what your crap is. You know? Um, so, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, um, see, my wife, uh, she, she tends to highlight things, but she doesn't always only highlight bad things. You know what I'm saying? When when you when you guys are reminiscing, right? Hey, babe, remember that one time we went to uh, Puerto Rico, and and uh, you, you you fell in the water and you came up and you had a shell grabbed onto your uh, onto your booty cheek. Are you a fool? <laughs> remember that? And, and it's yeah, I remember that. But in that one that one time, mm-hmm. like we had so much fun together. Right. Okay. Like we were having so much fun and. There was nothing wrong that day, and you were so good to me, and I was so good to you, and I don't have to tell you that you were good to me because you felt that. Right. Because you. It was your experience. Exactly, and so it's the same thing as being a godly man. I'm not, I'm not going to get a bunch of attaboys from Christ. Right. But my experience with him is is getting a whole lot better. Yeah. It may come in the form of finance. It may come in the form of. Of 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 getting of, of receiving a new friend that 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 benefits me beyond reasonable doubt. Mm-hmm. It may come in a, the form of a, a a raise at the job or a new position at the job or somebody at the job giving me an attaboy. Mm-hmm. But he is not the type of guy that just let things go unturned. I mean, his his character doesn't allow for him to to ignore sin. But his grace is so sufficient that yeah. it doesn't allow for him. He he, he would prefer, right? He for would us prefer not to. To, to 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 show you love. 
So your wife is absolutely the same. Her character doesn't allow for you to 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 to, to be to your sins to just go under the rug. We just pretend like that didn't happen. Right. You know what I'm saying? We'll get to right. that, you know, if we need to get a divorce, I'll bring that up. Is that love? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Because you deserve to know what you're doing wrong. Yeah. You deserve to know because how can you grow as a husband if you're not getting anything right? Isn't it insane how we go as men, we seek that out, that correction? Yeah, I mean, all of our students, I mean, if you you haven't paid attention, they're always, matter of fact, not even our students. I'll take D1 students. I I visited that building a couple Mm -hmm. days ago. Um, I um, I, I sat in for uh, one of my coworkers. They longed for structure. They longed for it. Yeah. I mean, it was. I had ten students in the office just listening to me have a conversation. I was right. talking to one student about um, about the words, and and they slowly started to gravitate in. And then when it was time to do details, I may have been yelling down the hall, but after they realized he's serious, they moved faster, and they they, they seemed happier. And they worked harder because on the other end of it, we get movie night. Right. But in the process of that, Mr. Fisher is happy. Mm-hmm. And we want that. Right. <laughs> so, so as a society or as a culture, how do we honor our fathers? Because I, Fathers I, have to be honorable. I, absolutely. And I mean, I'm saying this as a, uh, a man wanting to contribute. And I see where that fit is and that opportunity and how big it is. And I mean, I enjoy the, the meeting the need because there's women that need to have that figure in, in, in their world. And being able to oblige is such an honor, such a, a, a privilege. So, I mean, I really, with all, you know, authenticity, want to know how do we as men honor our position how do we take how do we receive glory you know positively how do we receive that thanks and that adoration and wield the power positively i I, I think it's a responsibility yeah i mean the responsibility has to be first though if i take responsibility for myself and then i take responsibility for my actions and then I take responsibility for those around me, those under me. Everything always will fall into place. So you saying that's like third or fourth step is the uh, is is honoring those under us. Honoring myself is first. Honoring my God is first. Um, I, honoring my God would be first. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would if I if I if I'm going to give a hierarchy of of who I give my adoration to and who I give my my honor to, I would put God first, myself second, my wife third. Okay, okay. Okay, and then after that, we'll Kids. come. My, yeah, exactly. Then, I mean, my, my son understands that in the hierarchy, he's number, he, he's last on the list. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Um, and he's he, number one in your heart. He, he's my baby. Right. You know what I'm saying? He's the second person with a tattoo. I have a tattoo of, mm-hmm. but he's the, he's the last on the list for me. Why? Because he wasn't my first love. And not to say I love him any less. Right. The fact of the matter is, is I'm too busy thanking God for being himself that I don't have a lot. I, I can't start with thanking him for Junior because I'm too busy thanking God for being God. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I think if and then if I'm if I continue to thank God for being God, I thank you. I have to thank him for life. Mm-hmm. Then I, I mean, and since I'm on the subject of life, I thank him for life so abundant. Such an abundant life. And since I'm thinking for such an abundant life, I thank him for giving me a wife to share the life with, for giving me a wife to to scold me when I'm doing something wrong, for giving me a wife to show me the things that I need to improve on, for making me the better man that I was just being thankful for a second ago. Mm -hmm. And now that I have thanked him for that, I can thank him for the gift he gave me of producing what he told me to produce in the first place, which was another life. Right. You see how that how the hierarchy works. I'm, yeah. I'm, I start with him, and because I start with him, I get the result I was looking for. The result I was looking for was not just the wife. The result I was looking for was what he told me to do, and that was be fruit. Excuse me, what he told us to do. Right. Be fruitful. He, he never. Yeah. Exactly. He didn't give him a law. 
Right. He didn't give her a law. He gave them a law. He said, be fruitful and multiply. Right. How can you be fruitful alone? You can't. Exactly. You absolutely cannot. <laughs> you can you can be sustained, you can be successful, you can be all these things, but you will never be fruitful. Bingo. Yeah. It's it's real. It's a real thing. Um I think we had a good conversation. Uh, I don't know if you got any businesses you gotta plug. You got any businesses to plug? Uh well, um I, I matter of fact I'll 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 save it for the next show. Right. I, I I plan on, you know, speaking with you more often. Yeah. Um I, I will say that I am going to be launching my massage uh, therapy business here in DC. Mm -hmm. Um big shout out to everybody um um in California that's helped me get this far. Um you know, I thank God for all of you as well. Um uh and all those that you know will be a part of the of the launch, and th those that will be a part of the success that's coming, because I know it's coming. Um, I was just giving you a heads up, get ready, because my hands, there are none equal. <laughs> um, I want to, I, I want to, I want to thank God for uh, this opportunity to, to you know, at least say my piece. Um, I hope that you allow me to come back. Um, oh yeah, to, for sure, for sure. To, um, talk about other things, um, and for for all of those um, young men out there, I just want to say one special thing to you, and that she's worth, she's she's worth more than than the mere money. Okay, because we make money, we don't we we don't create it, we make it. That's right. Okay, so um, she's worth more than money. She's worth more. Than, than her being home when you get there. Um, if that's what you all choose together, that's how it should be. It should be a choice that between the two of you. Um, but if you live your relationship with choices between the two of you, I, I assure you that it will work out better in the long run. Um, um, I love you, and uh, God bless to you all. Check me out, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. So, peace.